0: Welcome to the May Road Show, episode number 201. My name is John Morgan. Cold waiting, Coffee for is bells and with whistles, me. Right? <laughs> yeah,
1: with the bells and whistles. The ones from <laughs> episode 200, they don't go with us forever? Nah, man. I, I spared all the expense on that one. Ain't no I'm putting on that karate <laughs> combat event, you know. You only got that pro. one-time license for yeah. the special effects? That's it.
0: <laughs> Fair enough, I understand. Well, John Morgan and Cold Coffee are here in... Lovely Las Vegas. the The mm-hmm. weather is fantastic. Sorry to all y'all up there in the Midwest. It's looking Ooh. scary up there. So
1: it is cold. My uh, tight. My sister in law, my brother. Uh, the part of Michigan, Michigan. I don't even like saying that word. It doesn't even roll right out of my mouth. But uh, she put a picture on Facebook the other night. It was minus seventeen. Oh, her like windows were completely like frosted over ice, and she still had to like drive somewhere, drive to work uh. or drive something. I was just like, that is how does brutal how does everybody not just shut down right i mean like it was one work? in columbus earlier when i looked now it's at a nice 10 they're getting oh. a nice light snow right now but god bless anybody that's got to go through that I'm, I'm
0: serious when i say that man that's that is it's for
1: the hardcore oh i mean like god
0: it's, it's 52 50, degrees right yeah, here right yeah. now <laughs> we're sitting out here it's 9 30 at night on a thursday evening uh doing like we do doing like we do
1: not Well, not not particularly
0: how we do having a little bit of uh, a little bit of beverage, but only a little bit of beverage this evening because I've got to get up at three o'clock in the morning and help out uh, with coverage from the weigh-ins down at USC Fortaleza. Less than
1: six hours from now.
0: Brutal. So uh, trying to be a little bit responsible and not wake up with a hangover and start my shift at three a.m. Or even worse, just not wake up. That would be bad. That would be bad.
1: Well. That wouldn't be the worst of things, but
0: I mean, people got to get their UFC Fortaleza, Fortaleza away coverage in, man. Yeah. Uh, but listen, I'll tell you what. Uh, with this being a non-event week for us, and I wish you know, Fernanda Prachis is down in Fortaleza, Brazil, handling that event by herself. But for being a non-event week for us, man, it's been a busy week. It has a lot going on in Las Vegas. Nevada State Athletic Commission meeting, UFC 235 on-sale press conference in a span of a couple of days. So. Uh, even though it's, I guess, you know, quote unquote week off yeah. from an event, man, I feel like it's been, uh, I feel like it's
1: been a busy one. It has. And that, I think that the, the NSAC meeting, the Nevada state athletic commission or the sack, should you <laughs> want you to call it that as so I like to immaturely call, it. <laughs> call it, I mean, <laughs> it makes me giggle every time. It does. Uh, and you're uh, the only one that lasts. That's
0: true. You're literally the only one that lasts. I, am- like, I amused myself. How about myself.
1: the meeting? <laughs> 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 it just made me laugh again. Uh, it was so long and it was so uh dreary at moments listening to just guys talk about science and the and the testing and you know, literally was zoning out on my on my feet and I think that was just like talk about an energy just drain, just listening to some like that's Tedious the kind of stuff. is the word I uh, used to
0: describe it a couple times.
1: So brutal. I mean just I felt like I was back in school and it was just like, What are we listening to? Why can't right. we you, I forgot that we were at a licensing hearing. You know, when you're hearing all the stuff, you're just like, "What is going on?" So that was a that was a big drain on the week. That was crazy. I think that's what kind of set the whole week. Just sort of weird, you know. And that was a long day. It was like a very long four day. four hours
0: or something of, yeah. of
1: testimony, and and then today was good, good fun. But I think the fact that they shifted the press conference to the evening, right? So then it was like, oh, I had to do a bunch of other work during the day before we even got to that, and now we still got more to come. So this is a yeah, long day too. Five
0: p.m. press conference. Normally, it seems yeah. like we're doing it earlier in the day. Yeah. It was cool though being back at MGM today, man. It was, it was funny. Cool. I, I didn't even think twice about it until I was pulling into the garage. Yeah, and it's just been so long since we've done something at MGM. <laughs> It was weird. It felt almost nostalgic to me, man. Like I was thinking about did, old kinda. fights. You know, now that now that T-Mobile Arena is the is the center of the universe, uh, for in terms of live UFC events, we don't do anything at MGM anymore. And I, I don't know. It just yeah. reminded me of a lot of old fights. I mean, listen, MGM, the parking situation sucks, but the hotel was pretty easy to get around. Yeah. Um, Mandalay was always the best. Mandalay's the easiest to get in and out of, at least for me. I mean, I'm coming from the south. Mandalay was easy, still pretty you know,
1: easy too for me as well. Yeah. I mean.
0: But. But being in there, I don't know, So I was thinking a lot of old fights and all the press conferences we yeah. did over at Studio A and B. And heck, Studio even that, and B. that press conference we were in, the David Copperfield Theater today, of course, um, we've done a lot of press conferences there over the years. But, I mean, the one that definitely stands out would be the uh, Connor Nate Diaz, yeah. Connor throwing the monster energy drinks. That was yeah. that, that same place that we were in there today. What's
1: crazy, When I, now I think about it, some of the last like Studio A and B ones, which are, are, we call them Studio A and B, and you think they're small rooms, but these are huge, big, massive. Conference Massive rooms. ballrooms. Um, remember the last couple events, they were long fight weeks, but remember they brought out beer afterwards, like, thanks for uh, sticking around. Yeah. But now it feels like, almost like they, that was a nice way of, like, signing off. Yeah. Not that they knew that it was going to go away, but that was, like, one of the last press conferences. So it kind of was like a send-off. Yeah. Now when I look back and I'm like – Wow, I guess, yeah, it was it was like a crazy week, but it was also like, when you think about? I was like, thank you, MGM. I hope you had
0: the time of your life. That kind of fades can- out as you're yeah. drinking
1: a beer. Everybody's- that was yeah. so close to it. We might get flagged for copyright violation <laughs> with that. That was so spot on right there. <laughs> Apologize, uh, you know. Whatever band that was. <laughs> <laughs> Green Day, right? Uh, oh yeah, it was Green See, Day. Come on, I forgot. I forgot. You know. All
0: right. Well, this. <laughs> yeah, it, it was an established point. All right, let's 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 start. I guess because we've seen a lot of John Jones, so I guess that's the, that's the guy we got to start with this week, right? I mean, as you said, man, multiple hours of testimony at the at the Nevada State Athletic Commission meeting, or
1: not nuts <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't hours of John. It was hours no. of their expert witnesses. In fact, I he was on this. there for he said uh, about two words
0: kudos to uh <laughs> anthony a marnell the third uh yeah. the current uh commission chair yeah who was basically like john you don't have to sit up here bro go sit in the back of the room and be comfortable you know like you don't yeah. have to sit here and listen to all this which is probably a good thing because i'm sure john would have been nervous the whole t- whole way but um i you know in watching that meeting you and i had to sit there and watch a lot of, i doubt many people watch the whole thing but um <laughs> Listen, Many. yeah, no one. It's just if, no we one made filming, it if we were filming If it's all you know. If you're interested, we did put the archive on YouTube, right? So if you want to watch the whole thing, you can. Um, you know, he said he was a little concerned at one point and thought, you know, maybe it wasn't going his way. I will say this: I never thought for a second that it was going badly. The whole time, I thought no, things not for were going him. Well. Yeah, not for him. And and that's you know, I guess that's what I want to say is that I think to be honest with you, even though yes, it was a little tedious, it was a little dreary at times. I thought the I thought the commission handled this perfect, man. I thought they yeah. really did. I thought that you know the, the yes the testimony they brought in, um you know they tried to get clarification, they tried to get an understanding, uh you know a better idea of this whole long-term metabolites thing which we're all trying to figure out, but yep. um yeah, it wasn't fun, it wasn't exciting, but I didn't feel like they were they were grandstanding much. Right. I didn't feel like they were trying to uh yeah, I don't know, push home any agendas or whatever. Now, I will say when they had the rep from USAD up there, And I'm so glad they addressed it because if you have been following this situation, you know, when UFC 232 got moved to LA and we were all kind of trying to learn about what was going on and deciding what we thought, you know, I finally, by the end of that week, got to a point where I'm like, you know what? I'm on board with this, man. I see what California is saying. I see what Nevada is saying. I see what the UFC is saying. I think we made the right choice here. I, I think we're in the good here. And then all of a sudden it comes out that, oh, by the way small minor piece of information um, there were two more tests that we didn't tell you about and Andy Foster didn't know about it when California was doing the hearing and that to me it it was just shady I'm just yeah. it was just super it was shady. shady to me man super shady and so I was proud of Bob Bennett and Anthony Marnell for bringing that up in the commission meeting and 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 says, now at that point, they did grandstand a little bit. I think they both got a little bit dramatic, especially I think Bob was kind of – maybe he was turning back into old FBI Bob or whatever. But, um, you know, that that representative for USADA did no favors for himself whatsoever. But I like the fact that they took it head on and they said, listen, yeah. the fact that you had these two tests and you didn't give them to California and you didn't give them to us and nobody knew about them is ridiculous. ridiculous. And it is. It is ridiculous. How can we have these three powerful organizations and bodies, you know, theoretically all supposed to be on the same page in terms of keeping the sport clean and not be sharing information? I mean, it should be readily available to all of them.
1: Yep, I agree. And that's what it was to me, at least when it got to that point, it felt like they were getting everything out into the open. I think that uh, Nevada State Athletic Commission was getting a lot of heat as for the timing of this news going out as well. And I think this was their way of saying, like, all right, now y'all are hearing it. This wasn't our fault. This is the group that didn't get it to us. This is not – we're not getting it, but we're going to change that, Mm -hmm. you know. So I think for them, going after them like they did was a lot of sort of saving face. So, yes, it was sort of grandstanding, but I think they had a reason to as well because I think, you know, we throw a lot of flack towards them because there are a lot of times they do some stuff that just leaves your head scratching – but it was good in this instance where they acted like they wanted to – like they had something to defend for yes. themselves, you know, because I think they've been getting a lot of shit. And I think this was one time where they were like, hey, we weren't really in the wrong in this one. You know, these guys should have been giving us our, our stuff. So if they're able to get this information, it would be nice because I think – what still got me, though, towards the end was the fact that they were putting all this blame, a lot of it, on just to like – oh, we wouldn't have let this fight happen. Andy wouldn't have let this fight happen. Right. But, you know, when they were going back at the beginning, we're like, you know, so w- you let the UFC know beforehand and then you put it in writing. So that's why uh, I thought there was maybe still some shadiness on the side of the UFC. Like they still had some knowledge of beforehand that they could have fessed up and be like, oh, hey, by the way, you know, Andy – there were some other tests, but blah blah. blah but they just they well, didn't say anything. Well, you can't count
0: on the UFC to say anything.
1: True, and, 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 and true. I guess in the a perfect, fact that they did you should be able to, right? But I think that there was still probably like, and I, they never didn't they didn't ask. I guess those questions uh, did. The UFC know about these two other tests? You know, did anybody else outside of you guys know about these other tests? Because then there would have been a lot of questions. Well, okay, now the UFC is in this point where they're getting information and controlling the flow of the information if that would have came out, but we didn't find that particular portion out, but we did find out that he said that the UFC got word that something was coming down the line. Right. And that was a point where if he f- said something really wrong, he would have shot them in the foot, you know, but he was like, I believe, yes, now I recall the what I remember saying was that a letter was coming. I'm like, bro, that's sh- just was that's shady as yeah. shit. That's just, hey, bro. Letters on the way. <laughs> yeah, letters Come on the way. Come on, man. That's why I'm calling you. I'm just She's letting you know. And say, letters, letters on, the, on way. the way. Nah,
0: you didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, and that's the thing is that, you know, I just, I just want to see more transparency from USADA, and this is another yeah. situation where I don't think we got the necessary transparency that we need. I mean, I get, you know, this whole idea of kind of, you know, keeping test results close until we know more about it, so that we don't accuse somebody wrongly, you know, the whole Junior Dos Santos thing or whatever where guys yeah. are getting their name out there and then it turns out they did anything wrong, and so what? You're still labeled a cheater, and I do understand that, but in situations where there's already been a positive and there's ongoing investigations and there's ongoing suspensions and there's ongoing discussions about – I mean, you you have to get the information out at that point, you know, at least to the commissions, and yep. um, I, I, I don't know. I just hope that this does – I hope it does make some change. It sounds like Nevada wants to impact some change. How cool is it that Andy Foster from California was watching the stream and saw what was going on or listening Mm -hmm. and texted in to to, to say, that's not what happened. You know, that's not how it went down. So – it looks like everybody's on the same page, and I hope. Bob, that's moves. not what happened. <laughs> Let me finish, Bob. That's not what happened. It's amazing that this text comes out just like that too. <laughs> like a, it's got a voice to text that it comes back text to Let voice. Let
1: me finish.
0: <laughs> he does have a very endearing southern accent,
2: man. Did, like when
1: I heard his voice, all I kept thinking about, and it brought back uh, maybe because I was thinking because uh, what was the guy's name? Ross Perot. Sure. I was like, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. Hey, guys.
0: When you said Ross, I thought you were going to say Roscoe P.
1: Coltrane. <laughs> <laughs> well, same difference. But Ross Perot. Yeah. Yes. So funny, but, uh, yeah. Oh, that's just – I bet he was just shaking in his boots like, I got a text Bob. Oh, absolutely. This is not going on. You know, we're not going to take the fall for this, but
0: – I think they handled it well. I do. And I will say this. I like the idea of the one-fight license. And yep. then let's test you at least every two weeks because.
1: But isn't that most of them always a one fight license? Don't they have to apply for license usually, every time? It's usually well,
0: what's a year. It's usually a year, yeah, and so unless it? you fight within the same you know jurisdiction within a year, then it's kind of over and over. Gotcha. So, but you could fight twice a week. So, I you know I like it, and you're right. It's not that that really accomplishes much. I think it just means hey, you got to come before us again, and if you want to fight at International Fight Week or you want to fight later in the year. Um, and, and I think that's good. And I, and I do feel like, I guess from what I know, I know what the people, the anti-John Jones people say, you know, this long-term metabolite thing is a result of microdosing. That's what he's doing. He's microdosing. He's taking very, very small amounts that are leaving the system quickly right. and it is leaving behind this long-term metabolite. I feel like if they're testing him every two weeks or maybe even every week, I mean, shouldn't that alleviate some of that concern? I mean, it can't. It can't I mean, I mean, it, I can't it could have did a lot of favors that bad. Yeah,
1: but. it could have did a lot of better if it was in the past. Because sure. now, of course, he no one would be stupid enough. Should he? Not saying that he was microdosed, but nobody would be that stupid to do it going forward. Boy, yeah, but it makes sense right. that yes, if he was doing it now, he would get caught right. in that two week time frame. But like they said before this thing happened, there was a ten month period. Where he didn't get tested. How did that,
0: that happen? That doesn't
1: make any fucking sense.
0: How did that happen?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, that's shady. <laughs> that's just, you saw it, It's like, all right, this is a major shit that's going on. And the guy uh, recently had some stuff go- happen. Like, you figure if anybody pops, whether it's turned over or whatever, should be thrown into a category where you're testing more often. not. That'd be the easiest way. Not if 10 months. If you're already
0: under investigation yeah. and then you pop again, Come on, bro. You ain't got a leg to stand on at that point. You should be the
1: category one range where you're tested multiple, multiple times. I agree. And then then you have to go a certain time frame clean before you backpedal into like category two or category three, which is like normal testing. See, I just,
0: I just, I believe, and it's funny because, you know, Dana said it today at the press conference. I did an interview with a radio station the other day, and I said the same thing, and and it's because I, I believe it for a long time, is that I get that anti-doping is hard, and I get that ensuring a clean sport is next to impossible, but I don't believe that means we shouldn't do our best at it, because I'm in the same boat as what Dana said today. Hitting a ball over a wall, I don't give a damn. Do what you want. You know what I mean? Riding a a bike up a mountain, do what you want, man. But getting into a cage with another human being and having hand-to-hand combat, I don't want those people to be cheating, if at all possible. I know that's almost impossible to regulate, but... I want to see us do better, man. And, and just, you saw that they, they, they got to do better. They got to have every decision they make has to be beyond reproach. It, it has to be that we just hold them to a standard. Where we go, wow, these guys, you, you, man, you cannot question their integrity. You cannot question their decision making. And I think in this John Jones situation, we've seen that there's holes in their game. Yeah, you know what I mean, and, and they got to them up. So
1: yeah, I mean, there's big holes. There's yeah, there's big holes because I think there's when it comes to the fact of you know, like USADA is the the testing thing, and you got the commissions like okay, we're gonna we agree we want to certify and let them use it whatever, but the fact that they're still going back to their client first, and then letting some information like they have to change that relationship <laughs> yep. to make it legit, make them a, a legit third party thing, make any notification if it's something has to be simultaneous Absolutely. between the promoter i mean put a fucking cc at, on the email or something so that everybody can see that the the thing has happened the fact that they're going directly to their client which i get it they're the client but if you're green to have them be the certifying body and not making going with what the commission says and let the commission pick or whatever there's got to be some or there's always that possibility that you're serving your client first and that there's always going to be an iffy ground right. there. You're, you not, you're
0: not giving the courtesy heads up.
1: You're, I mean, and you're just you give the possibility that there could be some sort of corruption or something happening. Yeah. Because if it ever came out that UFC knew that there were two other tests going on and that, you know, the commissions and other stuff didn't then I think that's pretty shady and that would show that the, the is showing only favoritism to their client and not to the actual co- co- body of I agree. commission body. Hopefully, hopefully
0: this will be a moment that we say, "Up, oh, this is where everything started to turn a little bit. It took a positive change.
1: That or at least the commission can say, well, we tried. And they can let shit slide again for another, like, years until started the next fall, dog. big one. We gave it a shot. We tried. We gave it a we roll. We tried, dog. We had a four-hour meeting, guys. <laughs> We're good for two years at I least. I'll tell you
0: what, man. Listen, you and I have seen a lot of iterations of, of this Nevada State Athletic Commission. The more and more I see Marnell up there conducting things, man, I like the way he handles stuff, man. I really, really <laughs> How he
1: drafts the motions without drafting it and then he has guys up there just like Yeah what he I, said I motion what he said. I I make a motion and he's like uh for what? Uh as what you stated <laughs> Bro, I could be the fucking commissioner. <laughs> I can be one of these guys and like I'm just like, yep. I make a motion that anything that uh Commissioner, the chairman just said. I'm sorry, I wasn't uh, listening. (laughs) I wasn't
0: listening. Did you realize we've been sitting here for four hours? I wasn't listening.
1: You know, like nobody take – I mean, they take a couple notes, but, like, that was the thing about – what was the ball buster? I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. She would, like, write long notes and would draft the motion. She's like, all right, so if I'm getting this right, let me read this back. We were making a motion for this, 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 and it would just run right through – And it was perfectly – she took, like, the best notes. Nobody up there really takes notes or does anything. You know, they just kind of go. And so that's why I think we run into these things where it's like, I make a motion. And he's like, "Uh, can you say what What, the motions about? Like, we really even paying attention up there? So. What was her name? I I know. It's
0: making me mad. I mean, I was like a picture. Ah, I heard King Mo going at it. I mean –
1: yeah, I don't know. It'll come. I'll look it up. I'll look remember. it up. I can't believe there's pe- there's it. people
0: right now listening. This going, you
1: idiots.
0: <laughs> uh, but no, I do. I, I will say. Because she's been like
1: the butt of every joke oh, for my like God.
0: years. But I, I, I do, I, I like what Marnell's doing, I like what Bennett's doing, man, I, I really do. All right, let's start, continue to talk about John Jones. We, we, then we, we, You know, after that meeting, uh, he just gave us a quick statement, which was nice. He didn't have to talk to us at all. He gave us a quick statement, uh, not a lot to it. But then he said, listen, I'll answer things at the press conference. He did so today. He answered uh, a couple of questions to me at the press conference, you know, how he's hoping it moves forward, how he's hoping this will vindicate him, um, you know. A year's worth of testing should go a long way towards telling Pat people that he's not Pat Lundvall. There you, go, of course, <laughs> Pat Lundvall. Uh, but a year's worth of testing should go a long way towards at least people believing he's clean now. But I think people are always gonna, uh, you know, people are always gonna have their doubts or whatever. But um, I don't know what you, what you think about just it, looking at him today, judging him. I mean, he was super relaxed in there, super relaxed, uh, great
1: spirits. I mean, but that's the thing. He's always he's always been a, a crowd favorite, and he walked in. Had cheers, got the biggest pop. He was the last guy rolling out there. Um, No, I mean, he seemed very at ease. I think having that whole commission thing behind him and being able to now just focus on what's going forward, now he just has to keep himself clean. I mean, he's joking. He was still joking about partying while he's working out. You know, I mean, like he is literally having his cake and eating it too right now. So he's, he's in a good spot right now. I mean, all he needs to do is stay focused have a good fight with Anthony, come out on top. And, I mean, he's he's right back where he fucking left off.
0: Two things. What One, what did you make uh, – I don't. I mean, not that you can read too much into it, but I find his face-offs interesting because he always does the – you know, he usually does the thing where he doesn't look at his opponent. You know, he kind of looks looks down or whatever. And he's got a couple, you know, where he'll look up and then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, he's more – but did you see – and, and I actually use it, it as the it picture on – I use it as the picture on the cover of MMA Junkie right now as, for the face-offs um, – but he had this thing where, for a moment, he looked he looked away, like he you know he kind of looked at Anthony, and then he kind of made this face. He looked off to the side and kind of I don't want to say like a disgusted face or like a what would you say? It just are you watching it there? Yeah, I see.
1: Kinda, no, I, he, he, know, that face. You know what that face was from? It's from um, our New Zealand buddy buddy. He said something like Anthony you got this. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he was chirping, he was chirping the whole time. Our buddy Zane that was out yeah, there? Yeah, he was chirping the whole time. Like I that's did. why he when he said something to somebody that's who he was talking to. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So that's what that phrase uh, – look at that, fre- that frame. That I just f- stayed right on. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, But that's what it was. It was in complete response. It definitely wasn't to Anthony by any means. Okay,
0: okay. All right. Well, that's good. That's yeah. insight there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, our, our Kiwi was in That's buddy, the phrase that, that you used, That's the picture you used? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was in some kind of disdain no, towards Anthony Smith. That's what people
1: are going to think it is. But no, it was, it was to the guy heckling. That's why at the end he was like – he uh, he said something, and John said he was like, "Oh, you, but you were supporting him." He's like, "No, bro, you're great. You're whatever." Like that whole like back and forth, was between somebody completely off stage. It wasn't Anthony at all.
0: That's too funny. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. So un- according to my picture, he has discussed for Anthony Smith. <laughs> but that's not.
1: Hopefully, that's not what the title of the, like a story or whatever. No,
0: no, no, no. It was just a picture we used. Okay, all right. So that's yeah. good. So good insight there. The other thing is, um, all right. So how about this? And, and it kind of leads into Anthony Smith too. So. As you said, uh, man, there were some hecklers in the crowd today, right? And they yeah. were basically heckling Anthony the whole time. Well, there was time. one group of hecklers. One group. Well, there yeah. was like
1: maybe a couple other few randoms off the. No,
0: other but side. Ba- I think yeah, I, that one I think group. those others got emboldened by the the nonsense. Yeah. I mean, it was so much that at one point Dana was like, "Yeah, stop." It guys. got to be
1: a little. It got to be a little bit much.
0: So, but what I wanted to ask you is, number one, I guess, because it's it's kind of a two-parter. Number one, what did you take? I mean, because it obviously bothered Anthony, and or at least. It, I don't want to say yeah. bothered him, but affected him or or whatever. I mean, it bugged him to the point that he said something. He was like, are you going to shut up? Yeah. But it also – and did you notice that, you know, when 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 Anthony was getting frustrated that John was like kind of running. Trying run, to egg him fist, on. Yeah, fist bumping. He's like, yeah, 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 keep bring going, some more, bring some So what, what did you take of those, that moment for the two psychologies of both guys? Because I was kind of surprised – I don't want to say it rattled Anthony because it didn't rattle him, but he's very much just like a, a confident, you know, well-spoken, yeah. whatever. For him to even take the time to acknowledge it, I was I was a little interested by that.
1: Well, I think but when you saw when you but when you saw the crowd crowd clap after he said something, and I think it had finally just got on his nerves. where It was like the people that were heckling were were trying to make it all about them as opposed to what was going on, and I think it gets to a point where everybody gets annoyed about it. That's I mean, right. I heard other camera guys you know, start to bitch about, it's like, you know, I get it. You want to have fun, but it's like, at some point, couldn't you at least be respectful? You probably couldn't recite what was even being said up there because you're just chirping on about whatever. And like this whole, like, Hey, I want, I want to be part of it. I mean, it's, you know, so they make it about them. Like, it's the same people. I mean, it's one thing if you go to a comedy show, the, the, the comedians want to be heckled, they want to they be like to fire back. You know. But if somebody's there and they're trying to do their business, it's like going to McDonald's and, and seeing somebody work in the counter and start making random comments about them doing their work. It just doesn't make sense, you know. So, I, I, th- I could see where he finally was just like, God, just shut the fuck up, you right. know. But these were also guys that were very pro his opponent. So, I could see where he might have got tweaked a little bit quicker than anybody like else. Like they're sitting
0: there yelling Lionheart nonstop. He'd have been like, all right. I guarantee he would have <laughs> been let like, that's
1: cool. That's cool, you know. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, but I think I can see on John's side as well, you know. One, they were cheering for him the whole time, but also – John is kind of the, in a way, sort of a uh, a rebel, this rebel party guy. I mean, he was, like, talking about wanting to go party with him. He's like, oh, you know, I enjoy the blah, blah, blah. You know, so I think it just went – he was enjoying the moment and enjoying the fact that, you know, especially in a moment like that, his opponent was losing it a little yeah. bit, you know. So I'm sure he was loving that moment. Let me moment, just get this know?
0: early little tweak on the screws Yeah, and, here. and
1: just to show, like, hey, it's only going to get worse fight week. Like, if you think – this was bad, and it tweaked him. Wait till there's, you know... Because it a wasn't do- a huge crowd. I mean, this was a just a random
0: crowd. Thursday night. There was only Multiply a couple days Multiply
1: that notice. by four, five, ten times yeah. people. What's it going to do to to Anthony? I mean, like, I think this could be a whole different situation because I'm sure fight week, he expects it, and he's going to be tuned into the, the fight, and he's not going to let it get to him. But I think this being so far out, he probably thought that it was going to be maybe more of a professional setting. Right. I mean... But who knows? I mean, it is Vegas and it is a press conference open to the public, so you never know what you're going to get. But
0: uh, to it see. was
1: interesting that he got it, but he wasn't the only one. A couple other guys interacted, you know, with hecklers and kind of. You could see it sort of, but at the end, you know, they made some. There was a they made a, a few funny statements that were were pretty like funny. Made people laugh. Yeah. Uh,
0: all right. So who do you think stole the show today? Because John, I mean, obviously John and Anthony are the main event, and this week has been yeah. very much centered around John Jones, but I thought, you know, two obvious candidates, you know, Tyron and Kamaru going back and forth For sure. was was solid and I thought Ben Askren was incredible today. That's
1: it. That's it. I mean, if if, if there was another one, it was that main uh discussion back and forth between Kamaru and uh Tyron that was awesome. So when you put that together, like yep. that helps steal the show. I mean, when it came down to actual exchanges, hands down, it won that'll it be it the won That'll the be the highlight. That that'll be like, the highlight right that there.
0: That was it. That's going in the fight you promo. Know?
1: But watching Ben and even Ben's interaction with Camaro, but also Ben and Dana back and forth I had a couple of moments <laughs> that was really fun. <laughs> I had this great shot where a lot of the time, so I had them both in my frame, and due to the lens that I had, uh, the focal length, I could only have one in super crisp focus at a time. So, like, say when Dana and him were going back and forth, I would just kind of roll and focus between the two of them. And it was just funny because I'd be focused in on Dana, and I'd see Ben just start smiling, smiling like he was going to say something. So then I'd kind of anticipate, and I'd roll to him. And he was just – he was on fire, man. I loved it. But he has – he was doing it, but he has a polite way of – really getting and digging at people like I
0: think that's why I like you know? it. It's so yeah. it's so cool under fire. You know what yeah. I mean? It's cool it's cool and calm and he doesn't get his temper up. It doesn't right. become anger. And it's because of that it's almost like uh I don't know, it's like And he get, doesn't
1: need to talk shit like That's it. like He like, maybe said one or uh, uh, unless there's like uh, many he, he
0: said Darren Till acts like a bitch, right?
1: Right. Like there Uh-oh. maybe was only two or three like cuss words if that it might have been the one. Right. But you still, he still talked a great game, right. and, I, and it's refreshing to see something that's I like agree. he can get under the skin and do whatever. But he, he comes off as like this when he does it. It's almost like this farm guy yokel or something. He's, and maybe it's because it's such plain speak. But he has a way of just getting under. It's a and little dorky, but it's like good. Maybe dorky, that's you know it. what I Maybe mean? it's better than that. But it's like I love it because it's refreshing. I do too. You know, I just love that he's able to come and get under the skin, say what he needs to sk- say. But it's like. He doesn't say anything that makes you want to be like, oh, that was dick. Yep. That well, that was a dickish. Like he just, it doesn't rub and, you. And like it just Colby lays is it all so up. opposite. Like yeah. Colby is so over the edge and so over the top that sometimes you're like, okay, that was extreme. And there's some guys when they try to do it, you're like, all right, now he's just being a dick. And and you could talk it a little bit. Like when you uh, Alexander Hernandez, great job was talking good shit, but then at a certain point was like, all right, now you're coming off as like a dick. Right. You know, and you're like, now nah, I want to root for your opponent, but. When, when Ben was up there saying all his stuff was jabbing, but it was like, you want to laugh along. It was funny it was yeah. laughing along with it. It wasn't like you never crossed a line. And it's nice that guys can go up there and say stuff without having to cross line and also without pushing it. Because it feel like, oh, you could share that with anybody. And that's what, you know, we want to take some of the footage you want to cross it over to somebody that maybe is not a big fan of the sport you and take you a lot of the cleverness. other stuff yeah you can't yeah, take because that you can't take a lot of the stuff because they were like they're immediately going to turn off once you start once the third f-bomb goes they're they're, right. they're put off that's like i've tried to like lessen like what i do when i even talk on this you know because right. i know at the beginning i i was much more colorful <laughs> but then i realized that can be off-putting you know right. You know, I had to change my language I mean, you know, a little every
0: bit. Every now and then, a good, a good, well-timed, crafted f-bomb is perfect oh, yeah. in mean, the right it, spot. It's,
1: it's like salt to, you know, a nice, piece of steak, <laughs> you gotta have some salt <laughs> and pepper on some stuff.
3: I
0: just thought you know, I was just
1: joking, saying food. I thought you were gonna say like salt to a wound or something, and I was yeah. like, No, I'm, I, I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> <to a
0: food>?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had real proper dinner yet. Man, that's uh, why no- we've had has hummus and carrots. Oh, it's a f- phenomenal hummus. Yeah. Very good. No, I thought
0: Asker was great. I really do. I think he stole the show. Uh, but I did think the heat between Woodley and Usman, I, I didn't – I mean, I knew there was some there, but I didn't expect it to blow up the way it blew up. Yeah. Um, and I think that does make that fight even more intriguing. I mean, I think the intrigue around that fight had been just the whole Covington role and who was fighting who and was Dana going to strip him and, you know, what was going on. and so. But, I, I mean, I definitely feel like – that got a lot more heat, and that got a lot more interesting today, but I, I definitely feel like Askren shined in his USC press conference debut. Yeah. Uh, Usman did, unfortunately, have the uh, I'm-gonna-come-in-your-face line, uh, <laughs> which we at the Roadshow cannot let pass without giggling a little uh, bit. And it Makes uh, me laugh every was time. so immature, and, and – it, to add to the laughter factor, it was right about how he was talking how big his shovel is and how deep he goes with his shovel. <laughs> <laughs> so he was just talking about how he swings the biggest shovel on and long. he digs the And he digs the, the digger and he's coming in your face all night long. <laughs> so, oh, shout out to the Bobby Green Classic, dude. That's what it was been throughout that night. And I will say, by the way. Tyron with the uh, with the LL Cool J line was, was pretty strong, and I thought he did a yeah, little yeah. – I thought he had a pretty good little LL Cool J impression, you know, doing a little licking the lips, and it was fun. I like it. What are you looking for?
1: Oh, no, I was like – I jumped I, – I called – you know, we've been having what, hot spots and Wi-Fi issues, sure. and if anybody was watching our thing – so that little hot spot thing, I called the help desk at mm-hmm. Gannett today or tried to open up a ticket to get – a bigger plan. Right, cuz they were like, "Did you really stream 4 hours of live video, sir?" Yeah. Well, it's like and it's like I did it over my phone, like I actually I ran over the budget of what was on that thing, just on Bellator. Cuz it's a 6 gig thing and uh so it's 2 gigs almost 3 gigs over and you had to like they're going to get billed for it at the beginning of next month, but the the way to go past uh to not get the charges is to bump the plan up, right? So I'm trying to get them to bump the plan up so that one hopefully it'd be like an unlimited or sure. something, but just so we have more stuff, you know. Like, I know people are frustrated, like, oh, the streams dropping. This is I'm like, bros, I'm using my fucking phone, you know, <laughs> because the 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 commission, oh, the, 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 the internet was there, and it's just like people just expect that it's there, and it's like, no, you just make shit happen, you know. So that thing helped, but. I couldn't use it again at the the thing because it was already over it, and it would have just made the overcharge. I'm sure it's not cheap because Verizon is already, like, yeah. super expensive. That's why I never use them as a phone. So I was just looking because the I the, I saw they updated the help desk ticket, so I was just trying to look to see uh, what they said. So uh, so we'll see. I don't know. Oh, no. they, they're changing it to 10 gigabytes. How about that? It said the jetpack was assigned to oh one of our one of the other VPs now it's assigned to me, but yeah ten gigs so it has a
0: uh, well that is exciting news
1: it is super exciting <laughs> F you brother this is exciting for me this is this is my life I ain't excited when my my. Wi Fi Hotspot has bumped four uh, gigs. That's fucking You that's been good shit. and Ben
0: Ash Gooby Dorky together. Uh <laughs> no, it is good stuff. I bet we would be good buddies. we need that on the road. Uh I, all right, but listen, I, okay, so I want to kind of tie in the the, the 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 press conference back to the back to the uh nutsack meeting again. Um the trash talking ban, right? Uh and and, uh, and that's a little ex- extensive to say a trash talking ban. But I want to say because I've seen a lot of people, and, and, and Dana White came out today and said I find it ridiculous, and um, right. I do think that this is going to be damn near impossible to figure out how to govern. Right. And you're right, it, you know, he, you know, Dana went so far as to call it unconstitutional today, and of course, freedom of speech is something we hold high in the United States. But I gotta say, I at least appreciate the idea yeah. of trying to say you know, l- l- let's stay away from religion. Right. Let's stay away from race. Let's right. stay away from that. Like, like, for instance, everything that Tyron and Kumru said today, I got no problem with. You know right. what I mean? Every, like, I, Of course, man. Guys are going to talk back and forth. And so, you know, I, they're not – I don't think Nevada is trying to step in and, and curtail that. You know, right. I just think it's all that politically charged, racially charged, yeah. religious – I like – I honestly, I've seen a lot of negative blowback from the commission saying that they're interested in in, in investigating this and seeing if there's something they could do. But I gotta say,
1: I'm okay with it. Yeah. I think there should be a limit. And and I think the the big difference in how it could possibly work is uh, they can't go back and they can't penalize somebody after the fact. They can't say, hey, we watch this presser, we don't agree with this, That's we're right. gonna find you. I don't see how they have any legs to stand if they try to. But the only legs that they have to do. Is for the possible non licensing. They can non license you for any fucking reason they want. And so That's if right. they want to maintain a certain standard, they could always say, We don't appreciate, we think, yes, why you're training, what you're doing. I mean, granted, let's take this twofold. They're not going to shoot themselves in the foot because they need the money right. from the income, from the events. That's how they survive. But if they really wanted to say, We don't, you have a history of saying this sort of things, you've been you know, attacking racial things, you know, this, this, this. We don't feel that you are representative of what we want to fight in Nevada. They could just not license somebody. And I don't see how there's any grounds that anybody could stop them. They have no. – it's their complete right to, to deny it. Well, just like a company. I mean, you think about it like this. Our company today, I can go out and say some stupid-ass shit, but I'm a representative of the USA Today, Gannett. I could lose my job. There is no freedom of protection what from your employer. Now, Nevada the ends the nutsack, <laughs> is not I'm not laughing how, at that's the, how easy I'm it is. I'm just for laughing me at you. you right here. <laughs> and so they while are not an employer, but they can still for their own uh, bookkeeping, their own whatever it takes for them to to license and say, This person by these actions doesn't fit into what we want representative. And so you're not going to fight for this year. This year or the next six months, sorry, come back to us in six months, you know, do some good whatever PR work, and then maybe we'll come back at it. And in that way, they're not fighting, they're not doing whatever, and they're not stopping them from fighting anywhere else. They're just not licensing them here. So I could see it slowly working that way. And then fighters would have to, if they want to fight in Nevada, have to clean their language up. So that they can get approved for a license.
0: And you said it best, and, and I've heard this used in other arguments. It is something I think people need to remember. You know, people say, "Oh, freedom of speech," but what you have to remember is, yes, you have freedom of speech, but it is not a human, you know, guaranteed right that yeah. you have the right to fight, that you have the right to be licensed to f- compete. You know, right. what I mean, that is not a right. No, that's a right. that they say it's a privilege. You know, so right. you have to adhere to certain policies. In the same way that, as you said, you mentioned with the you know, Gannett or whatever. Yeah, we have a right to say whatever we want according to the government. Not to our employers, yeah, you know. They have so, a right
1: to fire us for it. <laughs> that's right. So
0: I, I don't know. Like, and listen, I am. I am a man. I, of course, man, I get that uh, this will be incredibly hard to regulate, and it's going to be difficult to figure out what can be said. But I mean, some of the stuff in the Connor Habib build-up, you know, dirty Dagestani rat or whatever, and terrorist, and I don't know that he ever said the word Muslim. I don't remember that ever coming out, but I felt like it was almost implied to a degree or whatever yeah I
1: can't remember I'd have to go back I felt like he maybe
0: did I know a lot of people said it and then like oh it got religious and then like you started to look for it and I don't remember seeing um, the word Muslim anywhere or whatever but anyway I just yeah. I think those are limits that we could say listen man like that's let's let's not step over those lines so um, maybe maybe that's silly on my part but I at least respect the idea of because some of that stuff started feeling kind of uncomfortable to me where I was like dude we've got this is this is too much we don't we don't need this. Yeah. Um all right, let's uh well, speaking of Habib and Connor, let's just go into that. Habib's uh suspension. Uh five hundred thousand dollars, which I, I will admit seems very, very strong to me. But you know, you, you start putting those pay per view figures together and start doing the math, I mean you gotta think he was, you know, in the eight, nine, ten million dollar range. Yeah. Um so that makes the five hundred thousand a little bit more palatable. Um Especially when the guy was willing to say, take my $2 million anyway. I don't yeah. care. You so know? that roughly
1: boils down to 25% of what that purse was at the time, which that's is $2 right. million. So that's when right. you think of it like that, it doesn't sound that bad. Right. When you hear $500,000, that's outrageous. Yep. But when you think of 25%, you hear guys. Yeah,
0: you get 20% from, missing, from weight. missing
1: weight. Yeah. So when you think of it like that, you're like, Okay, that's not. It's true, so man. Bad. I hadn't
0: even thought about it like that. You know, yeah. I was thinking of five hundred thousand as part of eight or nine or ten million. I was like, ah, it's not that bad. But you're right. Even yeah. if it's part of two million, it's not that bad. Yeah, it sucks, no. but it's not. It does that suck. Bad.
1: But you know, he was w- he was like, keep the two million. Yeah. Keep it. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with that. They gave him a million back. Yeah. So they sat on that million, and then the fact that they were like, all right, well, here, take take another half of it back. We're gonna give you this whatever. Doesn't seem like harsh, yeah. At I don't all. Think so. Time, time, like the, the timeline—twelve months, whatever. Like, no. No, nine months. Yeah, that was nothing.
0: That's nothing either. That's, that's what I was nothing. Say,
1: nothing. Like he got off pretty darn good, and that's probably why the dollar value was higher as well. They could have easily said two fifty in twelve months. I thought he was two, getting a year. You know? I said
0: all along. I thought he was getting. So a year. I
1: mean, I think I think he got. I think he did all right. I do too. Because I think he was willing to just even just say, forget the million, keep it i done with you, you know, but now I think it worked out pretty good for him. I feel like he's probably pretty happy with the resolution. I do too. I
0: so here's what's interesting is, and, and what I want to see. And it sounds like, you know, according to Ali Abdelaziz, his manager, he's going to do it. But this whole concept of doing a PSA, an anti-bullying public service announcement, to get it reduced from nine months to six months, I wonder if it even matters. Like, he's not going to fight. Ramadan this this year is from May 5th to June 4th. So he doesn't ever fight during Ramadan. So, really, all you're talking about would be fighting on that April event, um, which Dana White said today it won't be that card. So, the only real reason to to do the PSA, would I I think, would be to fight on that card. And if he's not going to fight on that card,
1: I don't even know if he'll bother with it. But also, too, I think it maintains a little bit of sort of what they've done, their past practice of when somebody has ever done anything where they've done uh, – some sort of violence or some sort of whatever. Yeah, they've, they've suggested they've, the past. They've they 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 bring out this PSA sure. thing. You know, I think partially too. They're probably they're probably tasked with trying to come up with that. It's probably even like a governor's like, it'd be great if we could have some of these fighters do give PSAs that so we could give back to the community. And they're like, hmm, I I I know how we can do this. <laughs> you know, let's kill two birds with one stone. Oh, we'll do it as punishment. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly better than just having a random commissioner or some paid actor kids don't do this yeah you know might, might as well have somebody that the kids love and, re, and look up to but um, yeah i don't know but
0: overall <laughs> overall listen i um i you know it probably wouldn't be a bad idea even if you're not intending to fight in that span between six and nine months it probably wouldn't be a bad idea to do it just to keep your relationship good you know to show hey yep. i'm playing ball with you guys i see what you want um, but I don't know if it's necessarily a, a big value for him or anything along those lines. So, but I agree with you. I, I honestly um, didn't think Habib got punished too too bad here for what happened. I mean, sure, nobody ended up getting hurt, and that was fantastic. Um, but what happened that night in October wasn't good. I, I didn't have a problem with the with the uh, reaction, and I, I will say. Uh, and we've been talking a lot about Anthony Mardell, but there was a quote he said, uh, "I know the fine is heavy for misconduct, but the misconduct was also heavy." unlike anything that I think I've ever seen since I've been here. And I agree, yeah. it, was, it was a very much out-of-the-ordinary type uh, thing. So I, I didn't have it, uh, an issue with it. Um, I, here's what I'm interested about, too. So if the commission is saying you can be back in six months, and, and you know even if you leave it at nine, and he's saying, no, I'm not going to fight for a year because I'm going to stay true to my guys that got suspended for a year, and I'm not going to fight until they fight. If you're the UFC, do you strip him do you do you think about the idea of maybe stripping him because at that point he's self imposing a ban he's mm-hmm. self he's he's taking himself out of the equation even though you know that whatever fight you bring him back to would be yep. big money it would be big business would you consider stripping him if if, if if they say we need you at international fight week and you're saying nope I'm not fighting until October
1: November I mean they they've done interim titles for less I yeah mean- yeah, I mean, it, it seems to me that like, like an interim title. would But if for you were sure. calling the
0: shots, would you would you would you be pissed at him and say, "Dude, that's ridiculous"? Or would you?
1: No, I'd understand what he was doing, and if yeah. anything else, I'd try to find a way to not have a title fight. But if it got to the point, then yeah, for sure, do an interim thing and then it's make so him come weird back to and do it. an
0: interim. Because I mean, you I totally, they've done Tony for Ferguson's so not going to want to fight for an interim again, right? I mean, he's got to be he like, would. why would why would I fight for an interim? Title? I think
1: I think just because Tony's like he was fine it was with it before yeah and i think he just wants to fight and i think he wants to give it about cuz he knows that means a unification has to happen even though it didn't happen in this <laughs> one <laughs> he knows that in theory in it theory, should mean it should mean he gets to unify the oh wait it doesn't <laughs> so
0: funny all right let's talk i think about- he would do it again though it would be a bizarre i don't think they'll do it but i i do wonder if it would rub him the wrong way To would be like bro we need you to fight and you're saying you're going to sit out because your boys. I mean, that's that's his principle, man. That's the guy. But he is. also he
1: brings good numbers, man. I think they he's he's by doing what he's done and by doing what he did, uh, he breached a gap. Same thing with like we shook our head when Connor was doing some of the shit when he first started acting up. We we're like, this is ridiculous. And Dana's like, no man is bigger than the UFC. And now they're like. Eh. Connor's Connor. Connor's going to Connor. And, like, oh, Dan, I remember when you used to say this. You know, so I think Khabib's probably just got to the point where now he is getting, he's got to test that water to see if it's there for him as well. And probably is. I mean, I mean, he kind of laid on the Besides Jones little coming back, I mean, he's the hottest dude in in the UFC right now. It's true. It's true. So. All right,
0: let's talk about Connor McGregor. Uh, six months, $50,000. Um, I mean, honestly, that's a slap on the wrist. He wasn't going to compete anyway in the next in in the six months after that fight. Uh, Fifty thousand uh, dollars, you know, is a is a nice jump meal. change. Yeah, it's a nice meal out for his family or what have it's you. It's not
1: even one of his watches. It's not
0: even one of it's his. Not watches. Not even a
1: watch. He's like, ah, I just won't get a watch this week. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, exactly. I mean, so a slap on the wrist. I don't think it means any to him. But I, I will say, um, I was actually kind of surprised, even he did. I. I You didn't think it was going to do that much? No. I mean, it's basically nothing. But I really honestly feel like Connor did very little wrong in that situation.
1: Yeah. I mean, the whole fact that they kept trying to go, well, he grabbed the guy off the thing and was trying to do this. Yeah. I mean, I could see where the whole – once you even heard uh, Anthony uh, Marnell up there saying, like, self-defense, self-defense, once you start getting where a fighter is defending himself – don't have, expect any normal person, yeah. not even just a fighter, that they're not going to defend themselves. He, so, sa- you know. he even
0: said it himself in that little scrum afterwards. He yeah. said, now, p- perfect scenario, he would sit there and do nothing. And then he said, which no MMA fighter is going to do. And I would almost say no person is going to. Who's just going to sit there and let yeah. chaos erupt well, unless, around
1: them? Cause, yeah, unless it, you, you get sucker punched and you go down. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. At that point, yeah. That way,
1: Yeah. You would not do anything, (laughs) but if you have a fighter and can take a punch, and you know your attacker's right there, you go at it. You know, so I don't think anybody would blame him for it. So yeah, and when you when you put it like that, I could see where uh, it could have just been a certain warning, you know, a lot less. But I think when in terms of what he made also for that fight, fifty thousand dollars practice is nothing. So (laughs) that could be that could be still though. It does sound like that's the the commission trying to. Nickel and dime a little money out of something like how much money can you ask for without raising too many eyebrows? Mm-hmm. You know, instead of just saying, well, really the guy didn't do anything that bad, he was defending himself, so we gave him a slap on the wrist, told him don't come back for six months or whatever. You know, even just time alone would have been probably good enough. But the fact that they were like, I bet we can get away with fifty thousand. Yeah. You know, but and we all take it as like, especially hearing. You know, $500,000 at the very beginning of the whole thing. They like set up the big number, so anything after that point was sounded so minuscule that we're like, oh, never mind, never Sounds mind. Like Instead shame. of being like, wow, you really find him fifty thousand for that? He was fucking defending himself, you know. So there I am cussing again. Yeah, <laughs> they got me fired up. You
0: got to bring it in. You got to bring it in.
1: So yeah, now I feel like yeah, that was it was a sham. It was a money grab. Those. Dirty money grabbing, like it's so funny. Like that's always the comments on YouTube. People are just like these dirty money businessmen, just money grabbing, taking the money out, and like I get it. I, I they get, get to keep the money, though. I know, but I get I get the anger, you know. I mean, like, but they operate primarily off of the money that's brought in by fines and money from events, and the the thing they get it, so it it behooves them to find people, you know. So. It's a little weird. It'd be be another thing if their operating budget was completely separate from the money that they bring in. Right. You know, like if the money came in and only went to a fund that they didn't have their hands on, I guarantee the fines wouldn't be as much unless the governor was tasked them to to raise money. Like, he's like, hey, we got some. You see how much that uh, highway, that new highway stuff that we're building out there?
0: Sure would like it. Find some people. (laughs) You enjoying driving on that highway, you? like that highway? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, listen, uh, kind of going back to the press conference today, uh, a little bit of surprising news and, uh, uh, r- and rolled out in kind of a very weird fashion. I think it was Bretta I don't Komodo think he
1: realized.
0: That, that was just like, hey, by the way, you know, we didn't even talk about <laughs> yeah. Aspen Lab versus Holly Holm. Let's talk about that fight. Daniel yeah. said, oh, that's, that fight's
1: not happening. And, he and, just seemed so clueless at the fact that nobody knew that that wasn't. I, I think yeah. he probably afterwards probably walked back and back and was just like. Did nobody know? Nobody knew, huh? Weird.
0: <laughs> it was so weird, huh. right? The whole room just got quiet. Like, wow. Yeah. That was a good fight. It was a really good fight. But, uh, yeah, it was bizarre. No one knew. Um, that's the kind of
1: thing you, they should sort of lead off of. If he knew that they needed to break it, and maybe, I don't know, if they were expecting it. But if they knew it was gone or whatever, that's the kind of shit that, you know, you at some point say, hey, you know, just want to let you guys know this fight's not happening, this yep. fight. And that people would have just got over it and be like, oh, well, that sucks. Why? Well, you know, something at least some sort of explanation. But the fact that he offered up no explanation and it had at the it happened to come out because somebody asked why aren't why aren't they up here? Yeah, otherwise it wouldn't have come out. Yeah, or it wouldn't have came out.
0: I mean, Aspen Ladd didn't know that her fight was off. She That's found crazy out that she by, found out by being reached out and uh so let's just do that. It was weird. no one knew. Aspen Ladd didn't know, so uh I, I reached out to Aspen Ladd and had a chance to talk to her briefly on the phone, uh Really, just once we got here and before we sit down. So, um, let's just play that. You can hear her kind of instant reaction to what happened.
3: Hello. Aspen.
0: Hi, I'm, I'm
2: here. Hey,
3: it's
2: hey, it's Morgan. How you doing?
3: Uh, I've been better.
2: <laughs> I imagine so. I imagine so. We've all been taken taken by surprise this evening. So I guess that's just what I wanted to ask you. I mean, give us give us the emotion right now. I mean, what's what's running through your head?
3: Dude, I, I I don't even know what to say. I just, cause I found out like everybody else. I just hopped out of the ring sparring, and I had ten missed messages from everybody trying to what's going on. I just now found out the same way as everybody else when I got announced at the press conference.
2: That is, uh, that's got to be pretty disheartening, I guess, right? Just feel like you get the rug pulled out from under you or something.
3: It's beyond frustrating, cause this fight I was for Holly is a unique challenge to fight and we've been geared towards fighting her since we found out about it. We signed the document. We signed the went on record signing it on December 27th. Everything's on paper. We're ready to go. I'm doing everything you're supposed to Getting the weight down. Do, I was freaking doing medicals this week and everything's been geared towards this fight, this opportunity. I was extremely excited. Now I just don't know what to make.
2: So I, I know it's still relatively fresh, but I've been able to find out what's going on and what happened. I mean, I, you know, we asked Dana after he announced it what's happening, and basically just said he's working on new fights. Were you able to find out any more information?
3: No, there is absolutely nothing, no information yet. And what's incredible to me, to me is that I know, like, I don't – I know she was on Ari Holani within the last couple of days talking about this fight. She's been on record talking about it. So as far as I was concerned – we signed it. We're going to fight. Sounds like she was ready to fight. So I don't know what happened. I don't know why. I, it's something to do with their management, I guess. But it's team home somehow, for some reason, pulled out.
2: I don't know. Wow. So what's what's the plan? I mean, they didn't they didn't tell us. You know, they just said, hey, they're working on another fight for you both. You know, maybe another card. I mean, do you have any idea, like, would you like to stay on this card if you can? Would it matter for the opponent? I mean, what's. I mean, I know it's soon, but what's, what are you thinking right now how to make this right, how to fix it?
3: It's so up in the air right now, and my emotions are just all over the place. Like, it's so fresh. I don't have any information. Like, I won't know much until tomorrow because everybody, like, for example, if I'd known this a couple days ago, I would be in Brazil right now supporting my teammates, but I was going for my own fight, so I didn't go. But my management mm. there, both the UFC people are in Brazil right now, so there's delays everywhere in finding out more about what's going on.
2: That's crazy. Do you? I, I mean, what do you think? Is there a deadline? I mean, what? This is only what about five weeks out? Is that? I mean, when when do you need to know? How do how do you make a decision? What do, What do you think?
3: I'm gonna see what they tell me tomorrow, and the day's coming. But it would have been exactly four weeks out from this Saturday. We're like four and a half
2: Jeez. weeks right now. So what's this make you think about holiday? I mean, are you? <laughs> are you angry with her? I mean, does it feel like now you really want to fight her at some point in your life, or, or or do you like tag with this girl? I mean, she did me wrong. What are you thinking?
3: I would still love to fight her now, any opportunity. But no, there's not a hatred there. I don't know what's going on. I don't know her situation. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated from the point of view. This is my life. This is my career. This is what I do. I'm frustrated that this fight got pulled. But no, I don't have. I don't know what her situation is. You know. Yeah. But yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm just in general. But who what knows? Do you think, because from, from. what it sounded like, she thought she was fighting too. So who knows what happens?
2: What do you think? Uh, what do you think you'll do tomorrow? Do you? Are, I mean, you're going to be able to sleep tonight, or are you gonna, <laughs> will you get up and go to the gym tomorrow? Will you get up and wait for a phone call? What do you think you'll do?
3: I'm going to do the same thing I always. I'm going to go for a hike, and then I'm going to go right to the gym. I'm going to keep dropping my weight because I am. literally, I can make it on basically now, like, we're ready to go. But I'm just going to keep acting like, okay, there's a fight coming up real soon. I'm going to train regardless, and I'm going to hope for some good news.
2: Oh, well, I guess that's the right attitude to take. I, I, I apologize that we got to talk under these circumstances. Hopefully uh, hopefully it all ends up working out okay for you.
3: Yeah, I hope so. But I I mean, I'm sure it will, but right now it's really fresh, and I'm really pissed off. <laughs>
2: I understand completely. Well, we will uh, we'll stay in touch over the next couple of days, and hopefully we get some good news after this crazy night.
3: Yeah, I hope so. All
2: right, we'll try to see. Right.
3: Okay, bye.
0: Welcome back to M A Roadshow. That was a. Quick little phone conversation with Aspen Ladd. You can definitely hear the emotion in her voice. Um, okay, look, everybody's trying to speculate right now what it's about. Uh, you did see Amanda Nunes come out and, and post a little cool glasses emoji, uh, adding speculation. It would make some sense. Um you know, to put her on that Curitiba card that's coming up because it sounds like they're going back to a stadium. You got to think they need as many breaths. What's making you chuckle over there, cold cards? <laughs> no, Are you getting more information about your MiFi device? No, and your you increased
1: said, gigs? I thought it was just the way your brain connected. You said she put some specs and then you said speculation. And then I was uh, thinking your, how your brain. So it made me chuckle how I was like, I wonder if you realized that his brain did that and how it, if it made you come up with that word or if you were just like, eh,
0: I thought I said classes.
1: Which is. Are you sure you didn't say specs? I don't think so. I think you said specs. Rewind. Play i have to go back and look at it. Hey, you said glass, but I thought you said specs, and that's why I was thinking you, you said... You thought sp- I was being clever. I definitely yeah.
0: was not trying to be clever.
1: Like You're like, oh, and it just made your brain think of speculation. And that's like that funny. was why. But yeah, I don't know. Now I'll feel dumb if you did say glass. I'm pretty sure you said specs, <laughs> but I, I will Tell find out more soon about enough after Tell us more about your data, your data plan, we, uh, bro. Tell us more about your data plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm pretty excited about this 10 gigabyte data plan. <laughs> <laughs> it's the highest one. I don't know why they don't have unlimited. Like oh, just have man. unlimited, brah. Come on, man. All right,
0: so listen. The speculation from the specs would be, uh, <laughs> you know, that uh, yeah, maybe they're just putting that respectful? fight together uh, to put <laughs> very nice. Well done. That <laughs> they're putting that fight together in Curitiba. You know, they're supposed to be going back to a stadium show, but. They've got to get the right fights lined. I mean, you can't just pull the trigger on a stadium show if you don't have fights lined up that you know will sell out. Cyborg that arena. Oh man, Damn, Against Megan I'd love to Megan Anderson see the rematch. Oh, Cyborg versus Megan Anderson would be good.
1: Like, yeah, if they're if they're doing something over there, and, and then if they're gonna have Amanda with like somebody else, like Cyborg needs to be on that card. If they're doing an arena in Brazil, Cyborg needs to be on that card. They'd have you'd have to pull out every heavy hitter. Oh yeah. That they have over there because, I mean, I'm I don't know how well their their dollar has recovered. No, I know a while back really it was good. really really bad. Still hard, you know. So uh, that's a lot of people, and they'd have to really price it down. But yeah, I would bring Cyborg on there if you could have this amount. Of, if that is even in the works, um, shit. Who else? Holloway, Moicano, if Moicano wins. Whoa,
0: that'd be big. That'd be big. Be a big fight.
1: Hmm. I wonder if Max would want to go there.
0: I know you gotta wonder cha- yeah, yeah, why, why. Why would you you be the champ? Yeah. Why do you gotta be the champ and gotta go fight yeah. on foreign soil? You know. Doesn't make sense. But I mean, the opportunity to headline in a stadium or something might be pretty big.
1: I think he's pro. He probably still wants to hold out for that Hawaii. He's like, we're still oh, going yeah, to Hawaii. We're gonna <laughs> make that happen.
0: Uh, so listen, I mean, I, I guess we'll hopefully we'll hear more tomorrow. Unfortunately, it, it's you know these situations are weird sometimes, right? Because like. Everybody goes. Oh, it's ridiculous for the for the UFC to you know for an athlete to hear about this through the you know social media or whatever. And it is.
1: It's it really is. bad.
0: But at the same time, we also know nobody in this business can keep a secret, right? I mean, nobody yeah. in this. So you know, if you're trying to move things around and you don't, you know, you're, you're working on something but you don't know if it's going to come through yet. But then again, I mean, the way Dana was just so flatly like, "Oh, it's not
1: happening." I think this is one of those cases when you have so much shit going on that some things are getting dropped off to the side. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like, a lot of people criticize, like, how can you not look on your fight card and see that somebody maybe has a past criminal history or or whatever, or an instance where, like, you know, with the whole, let's just go back to Hardy and and Ostovich. Or I I believe that was an oversight. Like, people were just like, oh, why didn't we look at this thing? So here you have another chance where you have so much stuff going on that you didn't realize, oh, hey, you know, we should say something if we know that this is not going to happen, or if they were like, "Oh hey, you know, oops, forgot, you yeah. know, or something." Just I mean, it, be, it could be it could be it, it. it
0: could be a situation. Like that. Again, this all unfolded, so I haven't even have a chance to talk to people behind the scenes and find out what's happening. But I could I could very well see a situation where you know they had their Tuesday matchmaker meetings, which they always do every Tuesday. Uh, they got together and they're like, "Hey, let's talk about curitiba You know, what do we got to can fill the stadium? Mm-hmm. Well, what if we did Amanda Nunes Holly Holm for the 145 title? Like Maybe we could get you know, I know Amanda said she wouldn't, but maybe that would be a good one. Let's do it at one forty five. And uh, and then they go, Okay, well if we do that, we gotta break apart this Aspen lad. But we gotta talk to Amanda first, you know, let's let's you know what I mean? At that point you're okay. saying, let's set the balls emotionally. You don't really at that point you don't want to call Holly and Aspen and say, hey, fight's off because it's not. It's not off. You're waiting until Amanda says, you know, if, if theoretically that's what happened. Yeah. You're waiting until Amanda says, you know what, I'm in. And then when she says she's in, then that's when you break the news and go, guys, yeah. or gals, here's what yeah. we had to do. You know you what I mean? You still to say
1: something. Like the fact say. they still haven't said why the fight's off. They just said it's not happening. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That is weird. Like that's so weird. I get it. If you if there's a better move for it or whatever, then just but say the fight's it, off because we have some bigger we have bigger plans, for that's them. That's true. You know, I mean, there's not going to be much bigger for Aspen side because Holly. That's a pretty, that's a pretty big get. That's a good get for her. But, yeah. But you know, for I mean, that's you just got to say something. I mean, there, there's just there's a lot of little things that it's just like you know. I think what people are like, oh, you're going to pick up an event, and you want to move to another city out of the state. They're doing a lot of these little things that it's just like, oh, sorry fans, sorry forgot to let you know these things are going on. Here's another instance where they're like, oh hey, sorry. Fans, let alone hey, sorry, fighter. This is this is not happening. You right. Know? The fact that I mean, has Holly said anything, or is you know, no. the fact she ha- hasn't makes it seem that she was well aware that something was coming down the line. Definitely. But unfortunately, you know, Aspen wasn't. Yeah. Shitty. Some Shady little, shady little things. I think it's just a lot of pieces. I get it. You have things going, but keep track of the fact that okay, if we're gonna do this, we have to say something. About it, you know. Maybe they thought there was still time that nobody would ask, but if you're going to have a press conference, more than likely. It's well, that's what I was going to say. Would up- it be
0: better for, like, Dana to just, like, go, like, like you know, obviously, like, not loud. I was just like, yeah, yeah, that's a good fight, too. Like yeah. just, keep, just like not saying anything. Like, would that have been the better approach? You know, like, yeah, yeah. Well, we only, hey, we only had so much space up here at the table today. It could have been a way
1: that he could have definitely. And, so and you maybe, think it would
0: have been better? Like, because I, that, I sometimes like that about Dana that he's accidentally that, honest sometimes.
1: Well, and and that's true. But I mean, the fact that I think maybe maybe somebody should have better. Like, I mean, there's people that watch him, you know, and say these are the points that this might come up. This right. come up, you know, and if maybe they weren't even aware that it didn't happen, so that they couldn't. True notify him to say, hey, make sure you like get PR out ahead of that. Him, like PR maybe, couldn't give him a coaching right, strategy. I, mean, I didn't want to throw PR into the bus, but yeah, I mean, it's like if maybe PR didn't even know that that fight was off themselves, and right. that's why they didn't say, hey, by the way, if this gets should, brought up, you should, yeah, here's how you should do handle this it. or get out in front of it you know, or something. Yeah. That's probably what it is. Maybe there uh, isn't something set and they want to have that better news, but yeah, there should have been a, a better way. You know, he could have just sidestepped and said, you know, you know, both parties weren't able to do it and just left it like that and without, or just saying some of the parties couldn't make it. And right. Aspen would have thought, oh, yeah, I, I wasn't asked, you know, so it must have been Holly's side. And if there's Holly no goes, word, I on was the- an ass, must have been her. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> look at you. I don't know. PR Wizard, cold <laughs> coffee with the strategy. Something. So Dane,
0: just hit up my boy, Cole Coffee. I got coach, you, D. He'll coach you I got good. you. <laughs> all right, last thing for the press conference, I, I did want to ask quickly about uh, Cody Garbrandt and Pedro Munoz. Uh, first of all, it's nice to see that Cody doesn't necessarily still hate me, so that was good. Um, yeah. That was nice. And uh, had the fun with Pedro Munoz when when John Jones got involved as, a, as an interviewer. and. Asked him to say something bad about Cody, and Pedro couldn't say anything bad. He said something nice about it. And I, got, John,
1: I will say one nice thing. And He's like, no, that's not, that's not
0: what, what he I asked. asked. And, uh, John, John started laughing. Oh, I see our pay-per-views going down because yeah. people are being nice that to each other. Funny. But, you know, it was good, though. I, I think um, it was good to see that, that, that. that positive energy from Cody Garbrandt, number one, man. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's better, you know, than, than necessarily fighting with a chip on his shoulder, man. You just seemed relaxed and happy, and that's good. Um, and then Pedro was kind of always – laid back, cool Pedro. But it's kind of fun to hear him talking about you know, maybe I need to start talking shit or whatever. And then it's like, ah,
1: oh, you know, he's so nice.
0: Yeah. He's, hey, Believe it when he's we a, see it. He's a good-looking guy. He's a very nice <laughs> I was like,
1: that's not how you do
0: it. That's not how you do it. It's so good. <laughs> and then it was funny. You saw they went through their face off, and Cody was like, oh, so that's a nice suit you got on there. Man, that's a good-looking suit, bro. And they were, like, <laughs> just kind of giving pleasantries. So um, that's a big fight at 135. I mean, it does look like Cejudo's in the driver's seat right now as far as coming back up to face Dillashaw and, and, and doing that rematch. And I think that does make sense. Sure. Um, just for the history is like, you know, you came down to me and I'll come up to you and, 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 give Cejudo a chance to be this champ, champ, especially since we still don't know exactly what's going on with the flyweight division. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought, I thought it was kind of fun to see those guys today and, uh, yeah. see that out there. So, uh, all right, listen, Fortaleza, real quick. Um, we're not down there, but I know we've, we've all been kind of editing the coverage and working on the coverage. Uh, how Marlon Marais. Basically, I think that's a number one contender fight, uh, in the 135 pound division. No, disrespect to Garbrandt and uh, and Pedro Munoz. I think they're just kind of one step below that, basically. I think this is a number one contender fight. Although, you know, if, if Cejudo does sneak up and take the title fight, maybe the winner of these two fights is going to have to fight, you know, each other. So maybe there's one more step along the way. Uh, Jose Aldo versus Renato Moicano. Love that fight. Um, man, you know, it sounds like Jose Aldo saying this is going to be his final calendar year of competing. He wants to fight three times and call it a career. Um, Aldo, man, I know if you're a new – if you're a if you're new to the sport and all you've seen is recent Aldo, I, I like could see people. Go- years. Yeah, I could see people going, "What's the what's the big deal around this yeah. guy? He's all right. He ain't nothing special. I mean, he's done okay. Yeah, but know? man, you go back to like WC era Aldo, and man, he was just wrecking fools. He was uh he was phenomenal. So you know, sad to see his career winding down. Hinato uh, Moicano though, meanwhile, seems in the way. I actually went with Moicano in my picks. Man, the size. Um, you know, it's kind of their momentum, that sort of thing. But I mean, this is a big fight, um, and it was funny. You know, Fernanda Proches was down there doing interviews, and um, you know, one of the questions she asked Hinato or Hinato. I kind of combined his names there. Hinato was about Hin <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hinato was about um, you know what it's like because Aldo is a legend in Brazil, especially man. I mean, he's one of the most respected uh, MMA fighters of all time in there. I mean, Anderson is still a god. Rodrigo Nogueira is still a god. Uh, Vitor Belfort is uh, incredibly popular, but Aldo is kind of always that man of the people, you know. Um, and so, f- for for Moycano to say, you know, she was asking what it was like to face somebody that you kind of grew up, you know, as a legend. So, kind yeah. of kind of cool crossroads there. Damian Maya. In desperate need of a win, he's got a he's got a nasty losing streak. But you look at who he's been losing to; uh, he's been losing to the absolute best of the division. So um here he's got a, a tested lineman, Good, who's a, a dangerous individual on the other side of the cage. But he's a big boy, he is certainly he's, doesn't have the pedigree of Demian yeah. Maya, but he's got the strength. I
1: think I was the only one that picked him. Did you? Yeah, I, yeah, I picked him. I looked at some of his past fights, and I mean, I, I just wanted to see how well he did on the ground. And I thought he looked okay, but I mean, granted. Damian Myers is, is a different level. But seeing that size, I think if he can keep that distance and, and land a couple power shots, man. But just seeing him across from each other, I was like, whoa, this this dude's big. Yeah, he's a strong dude, man. Dude's uh, big.
0: Charles Oliveira, David Tamer, that's a fun fight. Clash in styles there, man. Submission versus striker should be fun. Justin yeah, they were
1: all up in their face. And that, yeah, yeah, That face-off, there was some heat there. I like Oliveira.
0: Like, he's he's, yeah. he's, he's kind of dorky, too, man. He's got the glasses always, and he comes Why, out. You look.
1: think he's dorky just because he's got glasses? Yeah. Just so bad. Just dorky glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Some people with glasses. It's hot. Uh, hot? What? Yeah, yeah, I think Heather looks really cute with oh, okay. her glasses. Well, I, we're talking about gentlemen here. Well, I mean, hey, if Pedro says that another man can be good looking, <laughs> I can say that there are good looking. Uh, I'm man enough. I'm... Comfortable in my sexual to say whatever.
0: <laughs> Justin Ledet, Johnny Walker, Johnny Walker. Do you think everybody wears glasses as dorks? No, I just think he wears like dorky glasses. Like I think oh, he's his glasses like, itself. Yes, yeah, it's not oh. just because you wear. I, I should. I wear thought glasses. you were like junking on
1: him. Because no, no, he was no. I just glasses. think he wears. Like,
0: I just think when he puts his glasses on, he looks kind of dorky. He looks kind of like a like, are they like rounder like he looks ones. Like, I mean, he's like, t- like real yeah, like. They're not like Harry yeah, Potter. Glasses. No, but it's just. I mean, he's tall, right? Like he's tall, and so. But he looks like they, like when he puts his glasses on. I just feel like he's one of those guys that if he was in the bar and kind of bumped into you, you'd be like, "Fuck, bro," you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> then, he'd be like, "Oh, excuse he ties me, sir." You up to a yeah, yeah, and then he ties you up exactly. Um, yeah, that's funny. Justin Liddett, Johnny Walker, Johnny Walker, kind of all the rage. That should be a that good That should one. be a good fight. What, hey, did you, did you see Johnny Walker's trip onto the stage? Did you?
1: I did. Did he stage it, or did he trip? No, he he legit tripped. I, that's because I thought Kenny too. caught him. Yeah. Like, Kenny was on it like, I mean, he legit He seems tripped. like the
0: kind of guy that would mess around and pretend like he was falling, but it looked like he was really falling. Yeah, it too. looked like
1: uh, he he would have saw it really good. I think it's just the fact that he caught himself after it, because right. he had decent enough balance after right. it, but... How about fucking Ledet's crazy flat-earth speech and Fernando's thing? Bro. That's the crazy thing. and it, It's like, you know, I like to believe is that, that he is, is that just – I think stick? Just, just having stick. some fun? I think it's just stick, but it's like, come on, there's a time and a place. Like, you just got done saying about how I thought he said he was in Germany and he's flying down to wherever, going back over to Brazil. Is like, so you just see that as all one linear plane and just, just straight there. Huh? I
0: think anybody that talks about flat-earth is just straight trolling.
1: I think you would hope nobody can actually. Believe you would that. hope in this day and age, but there's some people that. Where was that place that that where? Uh, somewhere in the south where they have the dinosaur park, but it's like, but it says like they, they're like six thousand years old right. or something. Oh, does it really? Yeah, or whatever. Six or nine thousand. The biblical 000. timeline, basically. Yeah, some weird sort of thing. So it has like statues are featured like kids playing with dinosaurs or some stupid shit or something like, uh, gosh, you guys heard of science before, right? There's science. That's <laughs> funny. But yeah, uh, but card- I think he was trolling. but it's I still it's like, trolling. if you guys haven't listened to that, like go find the, the interview. It's on YouTube. It's on the, it's got on, on YouTube, the website. It'll run on
0: the site on Friday. I've all the, uh, yeah. I, I have it set up in the morning, my very, very early morning, uh, uh But, yeah, I'll have it there. But, yeah, it's on our YouTube channel as well. Uh, Sarah Frota versus Lavinia Souza. That's going to be a good fight. I actually went Frota on that. She was tough on the Contender Series. Dude. She was She's got good size,
1: too. I mean, I watched Souza when she fought with uh, – when she was the Invicta champ. Mm -hmm. And she's tough. She's very tough. But I just – I went with Frota's size, man, and she seems she had – Decent power, and she also seemed like she had a pretty good ground game. That's why I leaned towards her on that one.
0: I agree. Uh, I think the gem of the prelims for me is Tiago Alves, Max Max Griffin. I think that's the one I'm probably most looking forward to there. That should be good. Uh, Junior Albini versus Jared Rosenstruck. Uh, Junior Albini got a tough late replacement coming in there uh, making his debut. Uh, made off Ramos and Bibi uh, Rosario Bontorin, another guy that came off the uh, contender series that was good as well. So, um, fun card, uh, you know, it made, you know, some very very meaningful fights up at the top. It is of course on ESPN Plus. So if you don't have your subscription yet, you got to get that. I will say as well. Um, starts a little bit earlier, right? Uh, Eight o'clock Eastern for the for the uh, for the main card. I yeah, started like five 10. p.m. Eastern. Yeah, so I mean. Prelims are going to start at 2 p.m. here in Las Vegas. Main card is going to start at 5 p.m. Fight card will be done by like 8. Whoa. I dig it, man. I dig it. It, it, it seems like, based on the schedule upcoming that the UFC for non-pay-per-view events is actually moving the start time up a little bit on ESPN and ESPN+. And let me just say, I dig that, man. Yeah. I totally dig that. So
1: that's like It's like ESPN has some power to move things around a little bit that's it man (laughs) well
0: i think they just realized i mean you gotta realize i mean you can't stay up that late
1: every week it's true but also too i think espn plus was probably trying to look for some good solid programming in those hours too those are prime hours yeah they they want the prime
0: hours they don't need the late hours they want the prime time stuff i agree i dig it all right well listen like i said busy week even though we weren't on the road but we will be uh watching of course this event uh UFC on ESPN plus two suns out versus Morias. Yeah. And then uh, next week I'll be on my own. I'm going to Australia. Bummed that you won't be making the journey.
1: No, you're not. I am. I am. No, you're it not. It just means more work when you're not there. What? I'll still be working, doing the work here. Not you're that. just going to be shipping everything. To nah,
0: me. It's going to be. I mean, but I don't have to shoot it when you're there. I know. So right I have to away shoot and edit.
1: Work. I know. Well, Whatever. <laughs> so, if which which is reminds me, uh, if you guys haven't signed up from ESPN Plus, even though you could be more than willing to go and sign up from the MMA Junkie website, there are also now I have banners on our website, so you could sign up for uh, trials of ESPN Plus from our website and that will help the MMA from road the show from the MMA
0: road show website yeah dig it we're going we're going to start putting some effort into that i think this yeah. year that's that's the plan I, I wrote below.
1: my first my first little page which is more of just a collection of links which right. i'm going to start small like that because i'm not a great writer but i do like to write and, and hear myself so i'm going to try to put more stuff on there i know that you're going to get more involved just but i know i've a
0: videographer i was at one point and i've gotten pretty good yeah you could do the same thing as a writer
1: I don't want to be too good cuz then people will expect it for other stuff. <laughs> just enough for the us. Just, just for the road, the road show. Website. Just for the road show. Yeah, we're going
0: to do a little bit more with the website, try to be a little bit more of uh, I guess individualized for us and Yeah.
1: um And a little bit just I mean, I think it, we have a way to I think I think it's one thing, like, we can create videos and we put the the real stories, but I think we can maybe get a little more personal, maybe talk a little more about what was going on behind the scenes, maybe what was happening when the video took place and talk a little bit, you know. I'm never going to be as investigative or thorough as, like, what a a magnificent one Stephen Morocco might or what some of the other pretty words, but I think the stuff that you experience on the site, the stuff that I experience on site or just dealing with all that stuff, and then relate it to some of the videos. So a lot will be the same videos that are shared on Junkie. I mean, it's not like we're going to be creating a whole two sets of other videos and stuff, but it would be a nice repurposing of some of the stuff we're putting on Junkie, but maybe with a little other input from what was going on. So, I dig it. Yeah, it'd be I good. It. It'd be good. So if you have to sign up for ESPN+, Plus, do it from the road show. I like it. Look at you do figuring out all the kinds of show. stuff. Trying, do, man. man. Working at this. Trying. That's what's <laughs> up. All
0: right, well, listen, it's getting late. I got to be up in just a couple of hours uh, to cover these weigh-ins. So, we'll have all that for at MMA Junkie. By the time you listen to this, it's probably already going to be over because these things start early. in the oof. 3 a.m. Pacific time is when my shift starts. I'll be sleeping right then. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm out. Everybody else.